All right, YouTube, thank you very much for joining me. March 29th, 2023, late night session, Bitcoin and XRP both pumping. Had to fire up a stream and have so much going on here. I had to go live here again tonight. Unscheduled session, if you haven't already. After this one, you can go back and watch the session that we just released yesterday with Andy Sheckman from Miles Franklin, precious metals dealer. Great guy, Andy, fantastic company. And you guys can head on over and watch that session after we conclude this one. We're going to run it up with a full update tonight. But yesterday I interviewed a special session. Andy's been hosting some emergency calls with Robert Kiyosaki here lately. Those were some fantastic calls. And Andy, who's someone who's really been looked to here to break down the geopolitics, the current events, and how it's going to play into precious metals as someone who's actually facilitating those transactions, selling the precious metals. He gets a little behind the scenes uh, look at what's actually going on here. And it's incredible. We're going to get to it at the end of this session as far as the gold. I'm going to get to the TA, the sticks, at the end of this session as well. And we're going to get started off by taking a look here. Crypto uh, is pumping. Bitcoin and XRP. As we titled this episode, Bitcoin. Back on up here. Let's watch this one. I guess uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a 28.3 for a Bitcoin right now. I'm pulling a 28.3, but it was up to 29,000 here not too long ago. Up to 29,000. I'll pull up the sticks here in a second. That's right. We're already back down to 28.3. I was like double checking because literally when I was getting ready to fire up the stream, we were at 29,000. So we're back down here, 28.3, 1779, right below 1800 for Ethereum and uh, XRP back down to 53, 52.8 on our XRP. So this thing's getting shaken up right now. It's getting really volatile. But folks, like I said, full update here tonight. So I'm going to get in to the current events. Then we'll get into the crypto and we'll take a look at the sticks at the end of this session. We're going to run it up late night. Thank you for joining me. Here we go, folks. Let's get it. Now we see once again, the move away from cash is here and it is present. Let me show you guys what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. Let's pull up our sources. I apologize. Here we go. Wall Street Silver. The end of cash is near. You guys see this article right here from the Daily Mail. Eventually, they will be able to make your CBDC money expire or disallow certain products. Major Australian bank to end cash withdrawals from its branches as the end of paper notes loom okay and then we follow it up with this one scotia bank is in the process of upgrading and transitioning all banking accounts to digital accounts on april 1st it is not an april fool's joke we are moving to a digital economy they want to take it cashless they want to roll out the cbdc that is their plan that is their answer to the crisis we have now entered and is now accelerating, as I titled last night's session with Andy, an accelerated reset is here. What an amazing time to be alive and watching this on a day-to-day -day basis. It's just one after another. Scotiabank posting notices on the front of their doors were temporarily closed. And as you can see in this one, Scotiabank has completed an important payments transformation milestone with ISO 222, paving the way for new business services that will streamline experience of our global clients. It's moving quickly, folks. Speaking of cash on hand, let's take a look here 
at uh, Michael Silver Squeeze sharing this. As of March 28th, the United States government had just $166 billion left in cash after starting the month with $415 billion. How much longer can it run on fumes? The United States government, folks, looking like it's getting a little bit tight here. We're going to see how far they can push this out with the debt ceiling. And you're seeing the cash is leaving the banks as well. Ben Rickard. Withdrawals of deposits at all commercial banks has reached its fastest rate since 1981. Quote, he who panics first panics best. This is unbelievable to see, folks. Uh, it, 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 they're pulling it out, everyone. Myself included, I've pulled a little bit out. I got a little bit of silver. I got a little lot of XRP. I got a lot of XRP, to be honest with you guys. And then as I've been telling you guys, I got cash on the sidelines for real estate. But continuing on, Kobesi letter summarizes the situation so perfectly. Today, regulators spoke on the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank in detail. They said $100 billion in withdrawals were scheduled on the same day the Silicon Valley Bank was seized. The day before, over $40 billion was withdrawn. That's a total of $140 billion. 80% of Silicon Valley Bank's deposits in two days panic is real so in two days they had taken 80 percent of the deposits or at least that's what they were trying to get before it got seized fdic coming in full backing and we zoom on out okay so folks we just summarized right there a few points on what's taking place in the united states government's running out of cash we're coming up on the debt ceiling but what's taking place outside of the united states well let's take a look here we broke it down last night with andy sheckman and we're going to continue to show you a few points to just reiterate the points that we were talking about last night it is not just the BRICS nations it is dozens and dozens of countries that are moving away from the US dollar. They're done with our BS and they are aligning with these other countries. So we bring it on in and we take a look at this. What is this? Operation Sandman is allegedly a collaboration of 100 plus nations in agreement to simultaneously sell off their US Treasury holdings. It will be sent back to the US to collapse the US dollar. Now, I still got people in the comments denying the fact, saying that I'm spreading FUD, doom and gloom, because we're talking about the dollar uh, getting sold off and getting abandoned, right? To, to use the word abandoned, apparently I'm not allowed to describe the situation as such when we're seeing 100 plus nations announce deals, partnerships away from the dollar and they're dumping the treasury and we know they're dumping them at the fastest rate in a decade. And so some would say, well, okay, they dumped them at this pace 10 years ago and we still survived. Last time around, did we have 100 plus countries getting together to dump our treasuries and to dump our dollar and going through a sovereign debt crisis. Like I always say, debt currency liquidity crisis. Let's break it down. Looking at this article here from Market Insider right here. Sovereign defaults jump to record high amid rate hikes. Russia's war on Ukraine and COVID, Fitch says. Now, they're talking about countries defaulting on their debt. Once again, the United States reaching that $30 trillion uh, plus debt ceiling, over $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities and many other countries here have already had to default 14 default events since 2020 we're at a record high right now folks and yet there's still people saying oh everything's fine it's okay stop spreading fud that's compared to 19 such events between 2000 and 2019 so there was 19 defaults between 2000 and 2019, nearly two decades through the great financial crisis and through the dot-com bubble of 2001 as well and the events of 9-11. And just since 2020, basically in two years and a few months, 14 defaults. Okay. 
Default events are also taking 107 days on average to resolve, up 35 days in 2000, okay? So we're taking, what, what is that, about three times as long to settle up these debt defaults. Sovereign defaults have jumped exponentially in the last three years, according to Fitch Ratings Report published on Wednesday. Since 2020, 14 such events occurred across nine countries compared to the prior two decades span between 2000 and 2019 that saw 19 defaults across 13 countries. The surge in defaults comes as sovereign borrowing ramped up with the median government, the general government debt to GDP ratio climbing to 48% pre-COVID from 31% in 2008. Helped by easier access to the eurobond market and financing from China, against this backdrop, frontier markets with limited uh, buffers were poorly placed to cope with the severe shocks from the pandemic and the impact of Russia's invasion of Ukraine on food and energy prices, global inflation, and the subsequent abrupt tightening in monetary policy. Currently, Belarus, Lebanon, Ghana, Sri Lanka, Zambia, are in default. Other countries that underwent such events since 2020 include Argentina, Ecuador, Suriname, as well as Ukraine. Some countries I've never even heard of, never heard of Zambia, never heard of Suriname, as well as Ukraine. Meanwhile, Russia faced its own default last year after Western sanctions limited its ability to pay back investors. Default events are also taking longer to resolve, particularly due to a lack of coordination between Chinese stakeholders, in addition to China's demand for multilateral debt without within restructuring efforts. So we're waiting on China here. They, they're, they're, they're starting to pick up where the le West left off as far as giving out more loans, more debt to these developing countries. While it took around 35 days to resolve a delinquency event in 2000, the average duration now takes around 107 days since 2020. Slower restructurings lead to higher financing costs, Fitch added. So there you have it, folks. And this is the problem. Debt, currency, liquidity crisis. Now these other countries are making their they're resetting their currencies and now they're in a position to announce trade deals like this one now before i get into that i want to give a huge shout out to my good friend trucker gonzo in the super chats 20 spot getting dropped trucker gonzo god bless you my friend in a long-term style of thinking brother if we hit three dollar xrp do i shave any profit or hold i'm thinking i hold for long-term gains and shave small profits from my other iso coins love and prayers brother trucker you know the deal you're we're all in our own situation right i cannot give financial advice I can tell you what I'm doing, and right now I'm double-checking my exit strategy on XRP because I've added so much to my bag and so much has changed in my life, my family, the direction that I'm heading. Um, it's you know really good. It's, it's all good, right? It got more XRP. It's a good problem to have, figuring out when to take some profits off the table on this thing. I'll tell you right now, though. A large chunk of my XRP will always be in my control, my possession, and I will be looking to leverage that without selling. And that's a key part of our strategy with XRP, right, um, is, is to not sell, is to leverage, lend, DeFi, liquidity pools. We'll figure out how we can get a return on our investment, on our reserve currency holding. It's definitely going to be coming. There's going to be plenty of ways to make passive income. And I think that you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be wanting access to your XRP or to use the XRP ledger, along with banks and financial institutions as well that are going to be holding it on their balance sheet. So an XRP supply shock is coming in. $3 for me is, is nothing compared to what we could do upon the actual breakout move. 
right? Um, as far as how it's going to trade on the way up, we're going to see major selling around three to five dollars. We're going to see major selling around seven to thirteen dollars. And it's going to be tough, I think, uh, to break out of there without true utility unlocked. And utility is going to get unlocked. It's going to get announced. I think that the deals are already underway. We're kind of just letting the system, everything's burning down around us. And you're seeing XRP. I shared the chart last night. XRP during the banking crisis and the chart's just going straight up. While the rest of the world's going <clears throat> insolvent, so, you know, sovereign debt crisis, bank crisis, uh, one of the you know inc most incredible recessions beginning, they're in complete denial about it, and XRP's pumping right now. We're in an incredible moment here. Same thing with precious metals in the setup. But Trucker Gonzo, uh, I, I, since I know you're in the Discord group, I'll shoot you a, a message here, and I'm going to be sharing with the Discord group my full exit strategy. It's going to be a revised generational wealth exit strategy release that's going to be coming up here shortly but let's get right on and ba back into it folks and i want to say this although xrp is pumping right now i title this episode bitcoin and xrp pumping i am drinking my tea tonight and we're just chilling okay we've been here before i would love to be popping champagne and and having a cold one and saying cheers and and and, and being real comfy but we're, we're in a spot, once again, where XRP makes me uncomfortable, right? It's nice to be making some money. The gains are incredible. But I know I've been here before. I'm going to remain patient, and I'm going to drink some tea tonight, okay? So cheers. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Okay, we got a couple hundred in with us on TikTok. If you guys haven't already, please tap that screen, share the stream. Let's get our friends and family in here and get them tapped in here, folks. The greatest transfer of wealth in world history. We got 400 with us tonight's stream already getting it going and we still got a long ways to go. Let's run it up and we're going to get right on into these deals that all these countries are finally announcing. Like I said, all the deals have been done. This has been in the works for years. You're finally seeing the announcements. Here we go, Kabesi letter. Over the last two weeks, Saudi Arabia considers accepting Chinese yuan for oil sales. China and France complete the first liquid natural gas trade using yuan. Russia considers using Chinese yuan as a reserve currency. Saudi Arabia partners with China to build refinery for 83.7 billion Chinese yuan, equivalent to 12.2 billion U.S. China and Brazil agreed to use Chinese yuan in cross-border transactions. The percentage of global reserves in U.S. dollars is down from 72% in 1990 to 59% now is the US dollar's dominance decreasing. Now, the last time I, I think I saw that SWIFT, <clears throat> excuse me, 60% <clears throat> of SWIFT, I think, is done in US dollars. Somebody can fact check me on that, but that's diminishing as well, actually. What's what's getting done in as far as swift volume, the amount that's actually being done in US dollars is also diminishing. Now, let's continue on here. Association of Southeast Asian Nations considers dropping the US dollar, Euro, Yen, and British pound for local currency financial statements. Guys, this is really happening quickly. Is the US dollar's dominance decreasing? Anybody can see this. This is common sense. Now we see this one. Saudi Arabia takes steps to join Chinese-led security block as ties with Beijing strengthen. So they're aligning militarily as well. Saudi Arabia's cabinet on Tuesday approved a memorandum awarding Raid the status of dialogue partner in the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. 
The SCO is a political security and trade alliance that lists China, Russia, India, Pakistan, and four other Central Asian nations as members. So they're all aligning and dumping the dollar, dumping the treasuries, and then aligning militarily as well. But we see this show here in the United States, right? We have Gary Gensler did uh, actually testify today. I'm going to show you here, here something coming up here shortly on that. We have this show going on here, but people forget that the rest of the world has already moved. They've already reset their currency. They're already going through the sovereign debt crisis. They've already declared XRP a currency, as I'm about to show you here in this one. Cryptomaniac. This is huge. Not many understand. Everyone is obsessing about XRP's lawsuit on whether it is a security or not, but we've been looking at it all wrong. As countries are moving away from the US dollar in mass over the last few weeks, what is happening? The cryptocurrencies are beginning to move. Why? Because US no longer matters. It doesn't matter what the outcome of this lawsuit is going to be. These are your red curtains, and this is what's happening behind them. While the commoners are waiting for the curtains to open, it will already be too late. XRP is a security, the only country in the world that has deemed XRP or is calling. We haven't even deemed it. This is not official. This is not law. Just because the SEC is claiming it in court does not make it fact. So we are setting the record straight in regards to this Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. In the end, nothing will stop what is coming in regards to XRP clarity, folks. Zoom out and look at what look at Fiat Leak and the amount of XRP you can watch on Fiat Leak, the flows of XRP volume to the different parts of the world. And it has just been going off the charts here over the past week. Now, as we get into the crypto news, let's take a look here, folks, because it's still a liquidity crisis in the crypto space. Fresh lawsuits getting announced. Binance US has paused fiat deposits and withdrawals for a small subset of users. This is from Binance US 10 hours ago. Due to recent banking developments, ACH deposits and withdrawals for a small subset of users were disrupted last week and out of an abundance of caution remain paused. Okay, folks, they're taking care of you. An abundance of caution they have remained paused. We expect to restore functionality soon. For more info, you guys can visit Binance. Okay, now I don't use Binance. I know many people do. This liquidity crisis is not over, so we're pulling all of our long-term holdings off these exchanges. We're not keeping anything over here. Now, we get on into it. Gary Gensler showing up in DC. Let's take a look at it. I want to give a huge shout out to Bill Heizanga. He serves the people of Michigan's 4th Congressional District here, and he gave your boy a follow today. So a huge shout out to Bill. Uh, one of the good guys here that's, you know, talking about holding Gary Gensler accountable, and we are all here for it, Bill. We stand behind you. And the American people are begging that we bring the SEC and all the other three-letter agencies held accountable before the American people. Bill Heizanga tweeting this one out today. Spotted, Gary Gensler is on the hill to discuss why he needs a massive budget increase for empty buildings. I love it. I love it. The Financial Committee looks forward to seeing you on April 18th to discuss this and a host of problems with the SEC government under your stewardship. So Bill, about to put it to him. And we're really here waiting for it, really looking forward to it. Huge shout out to Bill Heizeng and the others. The other good guys and gals in Congress that are actually trying to get something done. It's not all bad folks in there, right? And as clear as day, we can see some of these politicians who's cutting them checks, right? And all we are asking for is the level playing field. There's a whole story here. That there's going to be documentaries made for the next two decades about 
the corruption that took place here with the rollout of cryptocurrencies, ETHgate, XRP story. There's going to be documentaries made made for the next uh, two decades about this time, this corruption that we're living through. But in the meantime, all we want is a level playing field and set us free. We don't have time to wait. This is a liquidity crisis. XRP is part of the solution. Now we continue on, Gary Gensler, in his written testimony for his House Appropriations Committee hearing in five minutes. So today, Gary Gensler went before the House Appropriations Committee to justify his budget. The enforcement division brought more than 750 enforcement actions in fiscal year 2022, a 9% increase over the prior year. So more actions taken against American businesses and entrepreneurs, people that are trying to bring value, right? And he can claim that he got over a dozen celebrities and this and that, but he was not able to stop anyone or save or protect anybody, I would argue. Who has he protected? If anybody in the United States actually feels protected by Gary Gensler and the SEC, let me know. But I have a funny feeling that nobody feels protected by the SEC right now. They are late to catching all of the scammers. Now, this is hitting the mainstream, folks. And just wait. The flood of liquidity, right? This just drips into the mainstream. Drip, drip, flood. That's what's coming into XRP. That's what's coming into crypto right now, too. I mean, Bitcoin pumped up to 29K. XRP pumped up to here 589. We saw that. But it's hitting the mainstream. Jim Cramer. Check it out, folks. Jim Cramer speaking on the lawsuit today. Securities day after day after day. There's a ripple case. They may not even win the ripple case, but the Binance is very, di very different because that's basically SEC says, look, they're creating securities day after day after day. There's a ripple case. They may not even win the ripple case, but the Binance is very, di very different. Folks, because SEC says we might be in trouble because Jim Cramer just said that the SEC might lose the, the ripple case, the inverse Cramer effect. We need to pray for the XRP army and we need to pray for Ripple right now because Jim Cramer just said that the SEC might lose. Now, now this is what I'm talking about though, folks. It's hitting the mainstream. You're seeing all the articles. Coindesk, I'm about to show you one, one, one from them uh, and others all talking about this Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. Even the mainstream crypto accounts like this one, the wolf of all streets. This guy has 888,000 followers here on Twitter. Imagine if the SEC loses to Ripple in court. Just imagine. So you're finally starting to see everyone address the trillion dollar elephant and solution in the room, which is Ripple XRP. XRP is now at the center of a legal battle between the company and the U.S., SEC alleging that Ripple sold the asset in violation of the federal law. Although Ripple and XRP are inherently related, they are still separate entities, at least on paper. And CoinDesk is going to run these these front uh, front page articles now on Ripple versus SEC, and they're finally coming around. We covered the article last week, right? That XRP is for real. They're finally admitting, and so we're seeing it. And what do we have here, folks? This is very simple. This is going to be a victory for Ripple in the end. Maybe a settlement on some of the sales, maybe a slap on the wrist, fine. But when we see SEC commissioners, they're explaining this situation very simply. Hester Pierce, if you are raising money for a company, sure, that's a security. But if you are just selling something to be used in a functioning network, doesn't look like a security to me. So 
you know, maybe those early sales they can get Ripple on, but we know since 2019, they have only been selling XRP to their on-demand liquidity partners. So that's a finished off product, a finished off utility, not to fund the company. Yes, it adds to Ripple's, you know, cash stockpile. And, you know, they're sitting on over a billion dollars cash, according to Brad. And that's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that they're in that position. But they're selling off XRP to allow somebody else to use it for utility. It's not to fund the company, right? It's not a common enterprise. Now, what you do have is you got two people that are interested in using the same re reserve currency, the same liquidity pool, potentially, right? But that's just the same network. And the underlying asset that's being used here, XRP in its most pure form, is 100% just a currency. Now, we bring it in here. Look at this article right here, folks. While all of this lawsuit drama is going on, remember, everywhere else in the world, XRP is a currency. And while all this lawsuit drama is taking place, Ripple and Digital Euro Association unveil CBDC and digital assets white paper. So they have released the white paper for CBDC from the Digital Euro Association. They're part of the digital pound, the digital dollar. They have two CBDCs already built on the XRP ledger. Conversations with over 20 central banks currently taking place. By some estimates and some statements, we can say that they've probably met with over 50 central banks total. And you are seeing the white paper gets unveiled here for CBDCs with Europe, a white paper describing aspects of CBDC privacy and their interaction was presented to the public by a working group of the Digital Euro Association. Ripple, an official DEA partner, was involved in the development of the report. With global interest in growing exploration of CBDC's privacy has become a crucial aspect to consider. So, you know, learn more and read the DEA white paper with contribution from Ripple's head of digital currency product and solutions. Now, remember, folks, Ripple has been the one that's been talking about respecting privacy in regards to CBDCs. That's what I've been find, finding interesting. Everyone wants to hate on Ripple, XRP, centralized bankers, coin, and you guys know the narrative, but they're the ones that have actually been talking about it, it actually respecting privacy in rolling out the CBDC. So I do find that interesting, but the crypto company's head of digital currency products and solutions, Anthony Ralph, presented his views and expertise for the study. Commenting on the white paper, he said that CBDC and blockchain as the technology on which stake cryptocurrencies are built can and do offer enhanced security and access control to ensure privacy in various usage scenarios digital cooperation emerging not least because of concerns about government oversight of cbdc and digital assets the white paper seeks to answer questions about the reasons for the need for privacy the role of technology in ensuring it and how existing regulatory assets will affect state cryptocurrencies. so like i said this white paper actually including the need for privacy, the role of the technology here, how, how DLT technology can actually help ensure and facilitate more privacy and how it fits into the existing regulatory structure. The main conclusion of the paper is that there is a need for minimum standards to be adhered to globally, even if each central bank will have different views and values regarding privacy in the matter of CBDCs and digital assets. So basically, you need interoperability like ISO 222. And then it doesn't matter what you want to back your CBDC by, whether you want your CBDC tool to, to, to currency to be a tool for mass surveillance, whatever you want to do with your CBDC, it doesn't matter. What matters is interoperability and what you need is that bridge currency XRP or others, maybe others. 
it is possible that in the future state cryptocurrencies could increase global interjurisdictional data flows despite different use cases and implementations the authors of the text summarize. So once again, you could have retail, you could have wholesale, we're tokenizing every commodity on this planet, every single asset class on this planet, and it is all here. And while this is all going down, Ripple's releasing the white paper with the Digital Euro Association, you see over in Europe, they are showing you what their plan is and they are getting together. Bank for International Settlements, in case you missed it, at the opening of the BIS Innovation Hub Eurosystem Center in Paris, Augustus Karstens said, we are proud that the whole Eurosystem will join and contribute to the success of the BIS Innovation Hub. Europe is a pioneer in addressing many of the challenges ahead. And right there you got him. The big fella, Augustus Karstens, BIS, the Central Bank of Central Banks. Now we see this, Christine Lagarde, central banks must keep up with digital innovation to ensure payments are dependable and the financial system remains stable. The new BIS innovation hub centers in Frankfurt and Paris will play a key role in coordinating and designing the future of digital banking. Now, what makes me, well, I don't want to say laugh because it's a very serious situation, but what I find to be a funny coincidence is the fact that while this is going on, these meetings, launching the Innovation Hub, coming together, shaking hands with a big smile and grin on their faces, in Paris, while the streets are on fire over there in that country, the powers that be getting together to get it done with a smile on their face. Ben Rickard gives us the translation of Christine Lagarde's comments. The Bank of International Sins is priming the pump for the introduction of central bank trash tokens that will be programmable, traceable, and inflatable. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Now, like I always said, I don't care whether the old whether the old folks want to get on board with XRP or not. I know it's the future. I know it's the bridge currency to the Internet of Value or at least one of the reserve digital currencies of the new financial system. I'm going to be stacking whether the BIS, whether the IMF, whether Christine Lagarde, whether the elites or people that I don't agree with. I don't care who's getting on this train. The train has left the station like Rosie Rio said. Same thing with silver. If we want to get away from the programmable, if we want to get away from the systems, if the systems go down, that's why we have options on the table. We have options on the table. One ounce, 10 ounce. Links on down below for your precious metals if you're looking to get some shipped directly to you. Now, continuing on with the crypto updates. Emi Yoshikawa. We're sending it, folks. There's a big update here tonight. It's all being confirmed right before us. Well, XRP utility is getting unlocked. Emi Yoshikawa, are you a... Now, remember who she is, folks. Remember who she is. Well, she doesn't even have it. I can't read it in her bio. Maybe I should translate that. <laughs> what is she? She's, she's like VP of something. She's head up. She's a big hitter at Ripple. Emi Yoshikawa, huge shout out. Are you a Web2 developer interested in exploring Web3 as the next, fra- uh, next phase of your career? Ripple X's Joss Takar shares insights on what to consider in your Web2 to Web3 journey. Web3 isn't just a step up from Web2. It's a whole new paradigm for working on applications. Head of Ripple X Engineering, Joss Takar, shares insight into 
into how devs can upskill and start building with blockchain using languages they already know. Now, something I want us to consider, folks, we see the grants. We see the $250 billion NFT creator fund and huge shout out uh, Railroader sending galaxies on TikTok. Galaxies are big ones. You guys are making it rain here tonight with the super chats, with the gifts on TikTok, with smashing the thumbs up. I do appreciate that. But folks, what you're seeing right here is they're unlocking, they're helping developers come onto the XRP ledger. They're funding projects, $250 million NFT fund, right? And then they're doing other grants, other programs, other charity work. But think about this, right? That, that's all what's visible. Think about what's not visible. Think about the 1,700 investment contracts that just got revealed to us. Excuse me. The 1,700 investment contracts that just got revealed to us in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit that confirms all sorts of distribution of XRP contracts have been made. Some pre-allocation, some to sell, some with market makers, all sorts of deals, but 1,700 different contracts. So think about all these deals that we don't know about. Now, you know, we have one, the R3 5 billion XRP deal, right? We know about that one. We know about all the projects that are winning the NFT, the creator funds, the XRPL grants. That's all fantastic. They're, you know, helping Web2 developers come onto Web3. All fantastic. But just think about who, the, who, who who's, who's getting helped out by Ripple that we're not hearing about. Who's gotten some XRP in a pre-allocation contract that we're not hearing about. Right, because they can be very public with these NFT creator funds, with these grants programs. They got to be quiet when the big boys and girls show up and they want to do a deal. When JP Morgan sends 15 executives to the boardroom of Ripple. Now, we are getting more and more utility. It is happening. We are seeing not only is XRP pumping folks, but the amount of XRP developers, the amount of people that are wanting to build in this ecosystem is it, we got a flood of developers coming in, especially since we just got the NFT update. We're about to get the liquidity pools through the automated market makers XLS 30D update. We're about to get smart contracts. Look out for the XRP ledger over the next year to just get a, a tremendous amount of utility unlocked folks. Ripple X devs tweeting this one out as well. This is the development during a bear market that we want to see in our crypto project. Can we get a witness server? The new XRPL sidechains devnet is now available for testing and development. Check out the technical documentation documentation to learn more and get started unlocking new use cases today built on the XRP ledger. Railroader, I see you on TikTok making it rain. I appreciate all the gifts. Thank you so much. Folks, this is what we've been waiting for. Sidechain devnet. We love to see it. Absolutely more utility coming. The vaults are getting drained when it comes to our precious metals. Another 547,000 ounces of silver exited the COMEX vaults today. Inventories near critical levels. The surge in retail bullion buying ETFs and soaring commercial demand from solar electrification will soon have a reflexive relationship, prompting a stampede to hoard silver. Folks, I'm not waiting around. You know, we've been grabbing cash. We've been stacking XRP. We've been stacking silver. We've been we've been praying. <laughs> we've been praying. We've been prepping. I don't care what they, they want to call it. Call us crazy for putting up a few extra cans of soup. And uh, the strategies actually go a lot deeper than that. But 
you know what it you know what it is right we've been prepping we've been praying we've been stacking today i got myself some firewood probably will end up just using it for some bonfires out in the yard but hey it's all part of the it's all part of the hustle it's all part of the stack we stay stacking now like i said this is fun. XRP's pumping. Bitcoin's pumping. I'm going to have to pull up the, the, the charts here and look, we're going to take a look at the sticks. Now, when I first hopped on, we were up towards 29K, but you can see, I'm going to start with a zoomed out here, folks. And before I do, remember, I'm not sipping an adult beverage tonight. We're just sipping some tea. We're remaining calm. Okay. XRP did go to 589 today, 58.9 cents or, or 0.589. Sorry, 58 cents for XRP. You know, almost up to that 60 cent iron wall. We're watching it closely, but we're just sipping tea tonight. And let's take a look at the sticks. Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you haven't already, please smash that thumbs up for me. See, we're almost up. We're almost pushing 700 in the chat here on YouTube. And we got a couple hundred on TikTok. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Whatever you're sipping tonight, God bless you. XR Peaky Blinder, I see you five spot. Fire it up. Midnight session on the East Coast. How'd you like that chat? GPT schooling the do you even market cap bros? Keep running it up, family. Hey, Peaky, thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate the super chat. We are almost at nine o'clock here on the West Coast. Yeah, midnight on the East Coast. Staying up late. We had to. Bitcoin and XRP pumping and so much taking place. I had to get on here tonight. Now, you guys know, you guys know what, uh, what we've been seeing here recently. Let's take a look at the sticks. This is the weekly chart for Bitcoin. So I really zoomed her out today and we are seeing a breakout. We are seeing a breakout up to 28.5 right now at the time of this recording, 28.5 right now. So even Bitcoin has had a nice little breakout. We're gonna see if we can push 30K. 30K is gonna be a big resistance level. Okay, let's pull up XRP. Take a look here, folks. Major breakout for XRP as well. And I just want everyone to remember how violently XRP can move. So we have the 86 cent launch pad. That's right up in here, folks. 86 cent launch pad. You see that? Right? Okay, we got a couple levels to break here. Dollar twenty, another big spot, dollar twenty. Okay. And then obviously it's gonna be interesting to see dollar forty is gonna be that next level. And we went to $2 last, last year. Sorry, that was in uh, 2021. Okay. So almost two years now, the XRP's consolidated below this yellow line, below 50 cents right here since May of last year. Since May of last year, we have been below 50 cents here for most of this. Been below 40 cents for a lot of it. And that's when we were stacking the hell out of our bags. And now we see this thing moving up violently. Is it enough that the bull run is confirmed? No, there is too much macro situations that are ugly, that are bad, okay? But what I'm seeing right now is a flood of liquidity into the cryptos because people are hungry for an alternative. A flood of liquidity and a draining of the vaults when it comes to precious metals because people are desperate for an alternative. For me... I've been stacking silver. I know you guys like gold. We're getting exposure to some of the other commodities here soon. 
I'm looking to stack up uh, or start, I should say, the real estate portfolio, right? Looking for my first personal house for my family. And then we're going to get the ball rolling over there, okay? And that's a packaged up commodity that's tax favored, right? You have all the, the lumber, the copper, the commodities that go in to create your house with the lumber. It's a packaged up form of commodities, tax favored. And, you know, the personal residence probably not going to cash flow anything for me, but I'll get utility out of it. And then from there, we'll work on stacking more, more real estate. And I was going through my town. I put out the tweet here tonight. There is so much vacant commercial real estate. And I'm talking office, retail, and restaurants. There is so much of it. Um, and so let me know in the comments down below what you guys are seeing right now in regards to your real estate uh, market, your local real estate market. Let me know where you guys are from. Okay, comment that down below. Let me know where you're from and tell me what's taking place in the real estate market there, whether you want to talk on real uh, residential, whether you want to talk on commercial. Today, you know, I was walking through my area and I've just been watching my area too. Um, tremendous amount. And, and you look at Seattle, all the West Coast, all these markets are getting hit hard. I think since the peak of uh, 2022, we're down 16% in Seattle on average. So, you know, almost meeting the technical definition of a bear market, but you're seeing people definitely taking uh, 20% hits depending on the location in the real estate deal. Starting to take 20% hits on their real estate equity, right? That they thought they had last year. So there's a serious situation that's happening right now, folks. As I just ran through here in tonight's update, you can see it's moving quickly. The announcements are finally being made. Operation Sandman, I guess, is what it's uh, being called, right? And and you're not going to see it come out and it, it announced officially, right? Because like, like I showed you guys, they're aligning militarily as well. So this is the currency war, but it's also military alignments as well. And so you're not necessarily going to see them come out and say, oh yeah, we're running this operation, but what are you seeing get announced? We're dumping treasuries, we're d ditching the dollar for trade with each other, okay? And then we're actually stacking up gold, Russia, China, both uh, revealing that yes, their, their vaults are getting added to, that they've been stacking gold, India last year stacking 400 million ounces of silver themselves, and we had a 200 million ounce deficit last year. Now, as I showed you guys, we're getting half a um, half a million ounces drained from the vaults daily right now. Another 547,000 uh, ounces of silver exited the COMEX vaults today. So these vaults are getting absolutely drained. You guys are seeing what's taking place. Okay, so out here in the West, where, where I'm at, where, where many of my listeners are at, we need to get our act together, right? Because we cannot be asleep at the wheel, right? We cannot listen to the mainstream media that's just telling us everything's going to be okay. The banking crisis is fine. We have backstops for everyone. This isn't going to damage the dollar. Inflation's going away. We have record unemployment. So this is a good economy. Um, you know, basically uh, just continuing to perpetuating the system, this, this, this whole story, this whole narrative that the U.S. dollar will maintain its reserve currency status forever, that uh, the current operations in D.C. are, you know, here to advance our country. I see another two years of pain, unfortunately, another another two years of of, of a mess taking place in D.C., 
right? We're going to see Gary Gensler, you know, brought before. We're going to see some guys, maybe some good clips are going to get taken out of. Until something major happens, right, uh, our country is going to be going through some some interesting times. A little bit of a mess, I would say, for the next couple years, in my opinion. That's my timeline. There are instances here, though, where we're seeing the assets that we've been holding that have been suppressed are starting to break out. And that would be the commodities to equity ratio. That would be cryptocurrencies with utility like XRP. And so that's why I say it's all about cash flow right now. And then with profits, with what we're going to be investing in, for me, the main opportunities are conservative plays, commodities, more risky plays, crypto, and then real estate deals if you know how to do it. Real estate has an asterisk next to it because you got to know what you're doing. You can't just, it's not a participation trophy economy anymore. So, you know, we can't just call ourselves an entrepreneur in the bio and think that our business is going to make it. We, you know, maybe they're going to send out another round of PPP money. Maybe they will. In fact, I wouldn't doubt it. But remember what that's doing to the dollar on the world stage. We are already getting the announcements that they're done, that they're abandoning the dollar. So even if they do another PPP, let's bail out Main Street, let's give everyone free money, you know, family credits, whatever, whatever they got up their sleeve to try to win over the votes come, come next election. To, you know, and it's all a facade, just the deception of them trying to use the data, the manipulated data to tell a story that everything's fine. Inflation's coming down, Right. So for those of us that are tapped in and can be making moves right now on a daily basis, I think that we're going to be able to take advantage of a fantastic opportunity. But many people are going to get left behind. Like I said, the train has already left the station. I already know where this goes. You need a solution to the debt currency and the liquidity crisis, and you need a real economy, real value, real energy, right? Natural resources matter, right? We can't just try to switch over to the Green New Deal in a, in a, in a few years. And if we are going to go in these directions, and if we look at some of these technologies, what do we need? We need the commodities. We need more silver for the newer solar panels. We need more silver for the batteries. We need more copper. We need more of all of it. Perfectly positioned. Perfectly positioned. The commodities equity ratio on that chart has already started to break out. You see in Bitcoin has already broken out. XRP is breaking out and XRP is definitely in its own reality along with the precious metals. They've been suppressed by paper derivatives forever. You're now seeing Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, who's been exposed for rigging the derivatives market and others will now be testifying in the case that I won't mention. The real bad one starts with an E, not going to mention it. Jamie Dimon's about to, about to testify under oath. You understand how groundbreak how, how groundbreaking this is, folks. Now I'm not here to say whether he's gonna what, what what's going to happen to Jamie Diamond. The fact that this is happening, right, folks, th this is moving quickly. A lot of truth is getting unveiled rapidly, and it's too much for some people to handle. Some people are completely tuned out. Good luck, God bless to them. May God be with them. For those of us that are tapped in and trying to help out our friends and family, all I ask 
is that you smash that thumbs up, you share this message far and wide because it is free to do that. And if you are so kind to support our channel, you can head on over to my website. We got links for crypto, precious metals, getting tapped in with our community. And I appreciate everyone here so much. God bless all of you guys. And I will see you guys tomorrow for another update. Okay. You guys watch the pump. Let's see where we take it tonight. XRP. Where are we at right now? 53.4, okay? 53.4. Got it to 5.89 today. We absolutely love to see it. And if you guys can just do me that favor, just smash that thumbs up for me on the way out, and I'll see you guys at the next one, okay? God bless all of you. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.